Amen. Good morning to one of you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us this morning. God answers prayer. Yesterday, myself and my wife, while we were going out, uh, we were talking and we were talking about God's goodness. She was sharing, I was sharing. Uh, we were talking about how God answers prayer. Brethren, God answers prayer. So I want you to know that you are not praying in vain. Don't think that every morning you wake up and then you you pray, you join revival hour. No, you are not religious. You are simply just fulfilling the scripture. You are obeying God's commandment. And when you obey God's commandment, there's a blessing that's attached to you. As you pray, you will see the evidence of your prayers in your lives in Jesus' name. Today, God, we encourage somebody in the name of Jesus. God, we encourage somebody today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, Turn your Bible with me to the book of Psalms 88, and we are going to read responsively from verses 11 up to 15. Psalm 88, verses 11 up to 15. So I'll take 11, you take 12, and together we'll read with 15. So I'll mute your devices, uh, make sure you are awake. It takes uh, determination to join early morning prayer. It is only very, 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 very committed. And people that want to see Jesus, that can wake up early in the morning to see him. Um, so Psalm 88, well, from verse 11. Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave, or thy faithfulness in destruction? Verse 12 together. But unto thee have I cried, O Lord. And in the morning, look at it in the morning. In the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Go ahead, verse 14. God will no longer hide his face from you and your family in Jesus' name. Let's begin together. I am a and ready to die from my While I suffer, in the name of Jesus, you will live, you will not die. Amen. So mute your devices and declare, I shall live, I shall not die. I shall live, I shall not die. Amen. That cough is gone in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please mute your device. You can please be awake. Turn your Bible with me to Genesis. Genesis. Genesis chapter 33. God has been helping us to look at a series of examples of forgiveness in the Bible. We have been looking at the, 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 uh, the forgiving Christian. So we have been moving on to the evidence. How do you know you're forgiving your husband? How do you know you're forgiving your wife? How do you know you're forgiving your children? How do you know you're forgiving that brethren, that brother, that sister, that neighbor, that colleagues, that uh, you know, uh, you know, extended family member that have offended you? God has been showing us. We understand that there will be peace of mind when you see them. There's willingness to reunite with them. So we we we'll move on this morning to look at what other ways. Now, um, turn your Bible with me to Genesis uh, chapter chapter 33, and I'm going to read <clears throat> from verse 1. 
Genesis chapter 33 from verse 1. And Jacob, <clears throat> excuse me, lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came, and with 400 men, and he divided the children unto Leah, and unto Rachel, and unto the two handmaids. And he put the, the handmaids and their children forth. <laughs> Foremost and Leah <laughs> and and her children after and Rachel and Joseph in the most. <laughs> you know, Jacob, uh, Jacob did not hide his, uh, his his love for Rachel at all. He didn't hide it at all. He was he was very upfront. He has said it from the beginning. Now and he passed over. Now maybe men thought you are going to die. You will not die in Jesus' name. Maybe people thought that when they put you forward, you will die. You will not die in Jesus' name. And he passed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. And he so ran. Remember, we are looking at evidence of forgiveness. And he so ran to meet him and embraced him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and wept. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the woman and the children and said, Who are those with thee? And he said, The children. Amen. God bless you. You can mute your devices. God bless you. Please mute your devices. Now, uh, and the, the children which God has graciously given thy servant. And, the, and then the handmaid came near. They uh, uh, came near, they and their children, and they bowed themselves. And Leah also with her children came near and bowed themselves. And after came Joseph near and Rachel, and they bowed themselves. And he said, What meaneth thou, thou by all this drove which I met? And he said, These are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. And he so said, I have enough, my brother, keep that. Keep that thou heart unto thyself. Now, and then verse 10, And Jacob said, Nay, I pray thee, if now I have found grace in thy sight, you will find grace in the sight of God. I will find grace in the sight of God. Then receive my present in thy, in thy, at my hand, for therefore I have seen thy face, as though I had seen the face of God, and thou was pleased with me praise the lord we pause here for this uh, for this moment now one of the ways by which we know if forgiveness has taken place is that there will be shifting of sword shielding you know like um in the for people that are in the military the the, the sword has its shift so it's like a, a box like a small you know uh, wallet where they put the sword they put it back. Now, when somebody aggrieved you, there's a sword in your hand, like Esau. Esau had a sword in his hand, and the sword was to go and kill Jacob and everything that pertained to it. And of course, if, you, if you're a Bible student, you will understand clearly that Jacob did terrible things. I mean, I don't know what worse sin anyone could have committed against somebody else than what Jacob did to his brother twice. He stole his birthright. When somebody's birthright is stolen, the person is done. He's done on heart. So now, so he did terrible thing. But something happened was that 
Now, Jacob and Esau, finally, they were going to meet after years, after that sin has been committed. And that's why each one of us must be very careful. Don't think that you commit a sin and run to Toronto. Don't think you commit a sin and run to Ottawa. Don't think you commit a sin and run to New York. Sin always finds people out. It doesn't matter, you know, where you go in the world. Sin will always find people out. So make sure that everyone you come across in contact with, that when you see some 10 years, 20 years along the line, you can still embrace each other. That's the kind of life we have to live. Now, so now Jacob, of course, being a wise man, you know, you can see the way he arranged it, but that's not our focus. But our focus is the forgiveness in this case. And what is the forgiveness here? Esau ran in verse 4 and embraced him. That was not supposed to be. We knew that God is behind the sin, but what we could see here is that Esau decided to shield his sword. And that's one of the things that God, you know, you know, that God, you know, uh, revealed to us in that one of those uh, songs that says, Love is greater than hatred. Now, love is deeper than revenge. Love is stronger than weapon. Hallelujah, no more war. Actually, we are doing a, the music video of that song already. Uh, and it's, you know, I want you to also look forward to it. It's going to bless you. Now, one of the things we said in that song is that we must rise up and shit the sword. That means enough for carrying sword around to kill. So when you are bitter against somebody, there's a sword in your hand and you are ready to strike. But how do we know if you are forgiving somebody? We know when you sheet your sword, when you put that sword back to where it's supposed to be. Now, what does that mean? That means no more revenge. No more revenge. No more revenge. It simply means that no more cold war. Friends, no more cold war. Your roommate, there's, you know, there's called called cold war. Cold war is that two people living together. They are living like cat and dog. You know, so that means it's the kind of, uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? How are you? That is, the, you know, so there's cold war. There are many homes where there is cold war. There are many couples where there is cold war. Please put sheet your sword. Enough of the cold war. War only leads to destruction. It doesn't lead to progress. So husband and wife, no more cold war. Children and parents, no more cold war. Siblings, no more cold war. We must rise up and end the war. We must rise up and sheet our sword. You must rise up and embrace those that have offended you. Now we could see here, there was shedding of the sword. It means that no more bitterness and grievances against, you know, your brother. Don't say, oh, uh, you see each other in church. You just say, well, we are just, well, we are greeting. We just greet each other and part. No, in your heart, you have not truly really forgiven. And there's no room for unforgiveness in heaven. If rapture takes place and you are there still carrying one grudge against somebody, in your heart, and you see the person, your heart is beating, you know, heavily. Please don't, 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 don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Life is very wonderful. So let go of that sword. Shit the sword. Put it back to where it's supposed to be. Let go of it. Now it means that no more tarnishing the image of those that have offended. That's what it means to shit the sword. Esau had the aim to come and destroy everything. And I tell you, if God had allowed him. Jacob will have been off this earth. Nothing will have been traceable to him because he had 400 men that he had hired, that he had trained for this purpose. 
but God intervened. This morning, God will intervene in your life. He will intervene in your family in the mighty name of Jesus. So I want you to bow down your head this morning. I want you to please write down this prayer point because of time. Write them down. So again, number 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 four, number three that we look at this morning is how do we know that you are forgiving somebody that offended you? Is that you are you sheet the sword, you put it back to where it is. No more, no more sword, no more cold war, no more silence treatment, no more, you know, the, you know, paying him back in his own coin. You forget about those things and embrace your brother and sister. Now, to pray this prayer point, you are going to pray and say, Mighty God. I thank you for sending your word unto me. Go ahead. That's prayer for number one. I'll call them out and then pray. Please make sure you are praying, not sleeping. Sleeping and praying is not the same. Make sure you open your mouth and pray. Father, I thank you for bringing your word unto me this morning. Morning by morning, Isaiah said, he waked me up to hear his word. God said, I send my servant every morning to you. Is God not doing the same thing to us in this generation? Morning by morning, you are telling revival hour, you hear the word of life. I tell you, it is God bringing his word. It is God bringing his word to you every morning. Say, Father, I thank you for this word. Prayer for number two, you are going to say, Father, vengeance belongs to you. Arise and avenge for me anywhere I have been unjustly treated. In the name of Jesus, make that your prayer. Father, Vengeance belongs to you. Arise and avenge for me anywhere I have been unjustly treated. Maybe you have been unjustly treated. Maybe you are saying, ah, Lord, you know, see what they have done to me. Don't worry. Don't take sword in your hand. Don't take sword in your hand. Allow God to intervene. Say, Father, arise and avenge for me. Do you know that God later avenged for Esau? There's a portion of the scripture that says that until you have you have destroyed the yoke of your brother of your neck, that's when you break forth, and eventually destroy the yoke of Jacob on his neck, and and Esau still broke forth, even though the the lining you know, or the the inheritance did not, even though he didn't inherit it, but then he still broke forth. Say, Father, this morning arise and avenge for me, and 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 and, and vengeance belongs to you. Arise and avenge for me. Anywhere I've been unjustly treated. Arise and avenge for me. Prayer for number three. Father, show me mercy and restore every lost opportunity to me today. In the name of Jesus, make sure you are praying. Make sure you are praying. You are not sleeping. Father, show me mercy and restore every lost opportunity. And lastly, make your personal petition. What do you desire that God do in your life today? Are you here this morning? You are not born again. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. You have been carrying that sword for a long time. Sword of bitterness. You have been carrying the sword of bitterness for a long time. Sword of revenge is in your hand. It's in your heart. It's in your lip. It's in your lip. You are tarnishing the image of the person that hurt you in the past. How long do you want to continue with that kind of life? When do you want to move forward? When do you want to chart progress in life? When you are holding on to the sword. You are here this morning. You are not born. I want to say, Jesus, I, I, I surrender my life unto you. Please come into my heart and save my soul. I believe in you as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, this morning, your children have, have cried unto you. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lord, I pray for us. When they have prayed this prayer, forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. 
in Jesus' name. Now, take the next one minute to pray. Make sure you are praying. Those four prayer, when you are given prayer point, brethren, they are guide. Even in church, call to worship, prayer meeting, they are guide for you. They are just there to help you know the direction to pray. It doesn't mean that's the only thing you can pray about. So go ahead now. Pour out your heart on to go in the next one minute. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are free. I want you to unmute your device and tell your neighbor, she the sword, she the sword, she the sword, she the sword, she the sword. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, she the sword. Tell your neighbor, she the sword. Yes, Lord, on your behalf. Father, I want to thank you this morning for all that you have done. Thank you for your word this morning. I want to thank you. You are teaching us that we should shift the sword. We should put it back to where it belongs. That we should stop carrying sword of vengeance around. Sword of revenge. Sword of bitterness. Sword of anger. Sword of tarnishing the image of people that have done us wrong in the past. Sword of trying to destroy other people's good work this morning, Father. I pray, let this word mix with faith in the heart of your children. Let this word, Lord, become a person that speaks to the heart of your children. Is anyone that has been carrying sword, receive grace to let go of that sword now. In the name of Jesus. Now, I even ask Jacob and Esau embrace each other. There was peace. There was progress. There was joy. I pray joy is coming to your home. Joy is coming to your heart. That peace that you have lost is coming back to your heart now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as many that are sick, as many that are trusting for job opportunity, as many that are trusting for one open door, as your people go out today, heal them. Lord Jesus, I pray, let doors be open unto them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely. God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever.